0: Hello and welcome to Love Yourself Back to Life. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and today it's episode number 31, Making Love 101. You dream of living a successful life, yet you feel emotionally empty. You know something is missing, but you don't know what it is. What if the answer is already within your reach? In each episode, I will help you see life through new lenses, shining a spotlight on your inner world and eliciting awareness and wisdom. My mission is to release what's blocking the flow of your success, to awaken your full potential, and to show you how to love yourself back to life. Oh yes, today I'm going to talk about making love. As a disclaimer, I'm French Canadian, and I love talking about sex. However, I've been very mindful not to do so in this episode because I did not want to offend anyone in Quebec, we just like to make fun. And because we have this bigger understanding that is the joke, people don't tend to take these things personal. I'm going to share an example of how um, I can do some crazy things sometimes. And um, hopefully you like my little story. One of my girlfriend, Erica, we used to work together. And we have the same kind of uh, humor. And there was this Friday evening where she was leaving for the weekend and I was wrapping up some work and she came to my cubicle and she came in and hugged me as as she hugged me I grabbed her bum and um, just in a fun way so I'm actually hugging her but hugging touching her bum instead of let's say touching her back and it happened within a few seconds and we were laughing about it. The thing is that this other lady, the HR lady, saw us. And so after saying to Erica, "Good, have a good weekend and all that. Now, I don't think more of this scene until Monday morning, HR lady comes to me and says, what was this thing between you and Erica on Friday? So my mind worked really fast knowing that She's HR, and this is a corporate business. So I said, very seriously, and I I looked at her, and I said, I don't know what you're talking about. And it took me a lot of strength not to laugh about this situation, but there was nothing to really talk about, really, because it was just an inside joke between me and Erica, and it, it had no meanings. However, I thought, maybe this lady from HR got traumatized all weekend thinking about maybe there's some kind of something going on between me and Erica. Anyhow, I went to tell Erica that she was asking about it. So HR lady cornered Erica by the photocopy machine and she says, what was this thing between you and Nadia on Friday? And Erica responded the same thing. I don't know what you're talking about. So (laughs) just to show how my humor can be uh, maybe distracting to some people who are a bit more conservative. And so if it upsets you, well, I'm sorry, I don't mean it. I just want to be me. And after episode number 30, maybe I can graduate and be a bit more me. Hopefully, you can understand my humor. So let's go into the nitty-gritty of lovemaking 101. Well, first thing first, making love is more than having sex. And before I go into this arousing part, I need to say that there are two kinds of relationships. I've discussed in great length when we live unconsciously. And I'm just going to bring it up real brief because it makes a difference if you live unconsciously versus if you live consciously. The most of the talk will be if you live consciously. However, if you are unconscious. You may not be uh, in the best of place for life fulfillment and f- happiness in your life. So what I mean by unconscious living would be when you don't take responsibility for your action, when you think that others owe you things, or you're not really paying attention to other people's feelings. This normally starts small, and over time it builds because of the habits and programming that we're not thinking we're doing it's more or less the when you create drama when you're not getting what you want and love making is more physical satisfaction rather than emotional satisfaction you get in that state when your body controls your mind and i if you want to know more about that uh, i will welcome you to read the book Becoming Supernatural, Dr. Joel Dispenza explained in great length what it means when you let your body control your mind. And another sign of if you are living unconsciously will be that you tend to be more impatient, controlling and perhaps somewhat forceful. Behind that there's low self-worth, and low self-esteem. And usually this kind of relationship works great when you have a submissive partner, and oftentimes this relationship plays on the emotion of fear. I can tell you firsthand how this kind of relationship feels, because I was in it, from a place of victim. And I chose to get out of that, which brought me to sharing all these episodes with you. In my case, how I got out of this victim mode is I became conscious. Living consciously is when you take 100% responsibility for your own happiness. When you have compassion for someone that you care very much. You see, compassion is love in action. And in that place, you do things willingly. This generates a harmonious relationship where you feel at peace. And you are in a place where you look so forward to spend time with your partner. I became conscious more than two years ago when my mentor um, explained to me what was going on with my life. For long, the longest time, I thought it was him who did something. I, as I read that book, Su- Becoming Supernatural, I realized that he, had not, he was just the, the trigger. He had nothing to do with it per se. It was actually God. I transcend into the fourth dimension. And in, in that place, I received this bliss of love from God. And it's only when I read that book, Becoming Supernatural, uh, it talks about it in the book, that I realized what took place. So it took me two years and a half to figure out how on earth this this love feeling was given to me so suddenly. So what I mean by my mentor being the catalyst, if you want to say, is like, look at it from a let's say, um, an electric outlet where you plug things in the wall. The electric outlet is just a portal that when you connect something in it, that particular machine you connected will be generated with power. The outlet itself is not power, is a door to the power. When I got this download from God, the download came from, let's say, the electrical current, God is energy. Uh, my mentor was only the outlet. So I hope that that makes sense. The thing though, is that it changed my life completely, where it would say for the longest time that I felt like my heart had been taken out from my chest and put into a cleaning solution and then put back into my chest. It felt great, although I had a lot of stuff to clean, mindset and false belief. However, I had a pure heart to get started and of course that triggered a lot of heartache because my husband thought I was having an affair and in some ways he was right. I had an affair. The thing is I had an affair with God where there is no way you can compete with that kind of love and that's what he tried to do for the longest time afterwards was to make me believe that what i felt was wrong and he was really trying to stifle that love that i had received and he couldn't nobody could i was suddenly conscious and i was no longer willing to let the fear control my life and god knows how much fear i was living in at that time there was no income coming in from my place The dynamic was kind of sad because it was that trading love where well I will pay your bill if and da 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 XYZ whatever you want to put there and from a woman's perspective it's not a good place to be when you force to do certain things that you don't want to do you're trying to look for the like you're looking at it from a bigger place and say well I won't rock the boat, I won't, you know, so I don't know how I'm going to do without, you know, so, and that's how I, this is why fear for me is uh, not, not I understand what it does. It's one of the things you're going to hear me talking a lot about because I understand the depth of being stuck in fear and I also experience the bliss of coming out from that fear. And that in itself is really powerful. And this is what I want to bring into this episode is to share with you that there are other ways in life than feeling trapped. Since this episode is about making love 101, which, by the way, making love is so much part of being happy in life. Man, when it's really good, it's really good. And I swear I enjoy that. Now that I explain living consciously and unconsciously, we're going to, from that point on, on this discussion, I'm going to share with you the relationship coming from a place of consciousness, a place from love. Uh, I do not personally go for this idea of um, inflicting pain. Love to me, it has to be something that is given so gently it's a delicate thing i look at lovemaking and i feel my body as if i was a flower petal and that's how i want to be treated as delicate as a flower petal so i'm going to share my point of view and the idea here is it helps you see things from a different perspective or gives you that like yeah i understand or i'm with you or something like that. that that's the point of this episode. So basically, making love is not just about what you do in bed. Making love is every action you choose to do every day, every hour. How you do one thing is how you do everything. Having this genuine caring and mindfulness, in my opinion, are necessary ingredients for happiness. There's nothing better in life than a nice meal cooked from a place of love and given willingly, and it's the same in bed. I know it will sound weird what I'm going to say, but the first person you should be making love to is yourself. There is a difference between giving from your overflow and depleting yourself. Now you might say, well, how can I add more self-love? Well, that is a really good question. I would say by having more compassion towards you. Let go of the old that is not supporting your growth and bring in what makes you happy or feels right to you. It's a form of self-respect. Letting go of the I should have or I shouldn't have or I need to be more of or less of, you know, acceptance of yourself is a great place to start. You increase your self-love when you find ways to communicate your needs from a loving place and make sure that your needs are met, not from a needy place, but from a loving place. So for me, making love 101 is, well, personally, I like when this kind of love simmers for a while. What I mean by that is... um, Let's just imagine like a garden. You don't plant a seed and expect to eat the crop in that same evening. So you need to attend to that relationship for a while and see what grows and but there's a nurturing part. So I think in some ways, I, I love being nurtured just like I love nurturing. In a relationship, the simmering may start in the early morning or the night before, mainly when it would be a trigger that comes from a genuine action from the heart. It could be a gentle whisper on my neck or a simple like, honey, what's on your to-do list tonight that I can help you with? Or I love the way you think, or I love, you know, something of that sort. But usually just saying that, I love you sometimes can come with not that much meaning. It becomes like almost like a a habit. Sometimes just saying, you know, I'm so proud of you and how you XYZ can make the other person feel much more love than just saying, oh, I love you. Because sometimes the word I love you lose its meaning when it's said too often in the same way. It's not so much about the word itself is how you say it. I was telling you earlier that after meeting my mentor that my ex-husband thought I had an affair and in some ways it was rightly so because of my, my whole body, how everything, the chemical inside my body has changed. My way of acting and thinking was totally different. My demeanor, my attitude, everything. And that's one thing that I noticed afterwards so if we would be trying to make love at that point okay this is kind of personal but I'm going to say it this way after this download from God I could not connect with my ex-husband in any way shape or form it's like I did not even feel his body I did not feel him physically emotionally mentally it was like there was no connection anymore that's when I realized it's not about the size. It's about the energy that is exchanged between two partners before lovemaking. That energy in itself is what makes the intimate relationship very pleasurable. And the thing is that uh, my body was so electrified in this new love, in some ways my ex-husband wanted more of it. The thing is that it did not fulfill me. I found it very interesting how it's not just about the physical body but the chemistry and the energy around it that make such a difference in a relationship and from that point on I learn like I can discern very quickly if whoever I met and it doesn't have to be an intimate relationship I mean even business partnership I can tell pretty quickly if it's a good fit or not a good fit and I cannot even explain why I just feel it in my body it, as in like yes this is a great connection or this is mm, my body needs more information and it will make me ask questions so basically with making love 101 I mean this is not a uh, this is not a sex talk where I explain different kind of positions because I mean look if this is something you are interested, you've got to reach out to me and you've got to ask because I just don't want to be too graphic with certain things. I can talk about all sorts of things. Now, if you ask specific question, I will uh, get back with you via this um, episode. Or if you feel like it's something private that you want to ask, it's okay. I will respect your privacy and respond back. So if you want to know or if you have input on this, Just send me an email, ask at NadiaFleury.com. In conclusion to this Making Love 101, the key to life fulfillment is to having the ability to convert this feeling of love that cannot be fulfilled in that whatever relationship you are, or you may be single. And take that love and bring it into a dream of constructive nature when you tap into that state where you take that love that you're feeling inside you and you're releasing it to the world via compassion, that's what helps you increase your self-love. In that state, you know what you are worth and you will not settle for someone else's shortcoming. You become so aware and so conscious that you will be able to tell the nuance between not taking someone else's personally and not being feeling respected. And you will do something about it from a place of love. And this is the most magical place to be when you just know, without a doubt, that you are heading in the right direction. And to wrap up this episode, I just want to add one last story My mentor challenged me and said, Nadia, what I would like you to do is create video text messages and reach out to people. And one person in particular reached back to me and she said, Nadia, you have no idea how I needed to hear this message in that instant. It goes to show that sometimes I can talk about making love 101, but the most impactful thing I've noticed is when I actually make love one-on-one. I sincerely appreciate that you take the time to listen to this episode. And if you did enjoy the message, I would love that you pass it on to others who you know that might make a difference to them. And thank you so much for listening.